0: is the truth, nothing more. September 30th, 1938. Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain abandons the people of Czechoslovakia to the whims of a monstrous dictator named Adolf Hitler. The war that followed shook the earth to its very foundations. Washington, September 30th, 2023. Republicans demand that America abandon the people of Ukraine to the whims of a monstrous dictator named Vladimir Putin. History has taught us the cost of appeasement, destruction, oppression, death. For decades, the Republican Party fought the agents of tyranny. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That all ended when their party leaders sounded more like a dictator than a president. A president who benefited from Russian interference and returned the favor with support of Russian oppression.
1: Great to be with you.
0: President Joe Biden has stood with the Ukrainian people in their fight against Putin, upholding the ideals that America was founded on, ideals that so many fought and died to defend. The choice in 2024 is no longer between two political parties. It's between freedom and oppression, between war and peace. The stakes have never been higher. The cost has never been greater. The choice has never been more clear. It's us or them.
2: Yeah, so basically, there is no quote-unquote good women. They're all mixed, just like we are. There's no good woman who's not going to cheat on you who's going to love you for the rest of your life who's going to be committed and true maybe you can find that but um, they all look at your bank account first and that's what my experience is a lot of them won't like i have a girlfriend now right i just learned after 20 some odd years of a sexual relationship her family, no one in her life knows about me. I'm I'm basically don't exist in her other life. So, so it's just, and I, it's fine with me. It's just about sex. That's great. If you meet a woman like that, that's, that's great. I'm willing to put up with that. Certainly not breaking up with her because all she wants is sex. So, but, and, and, but all for a long time she tried to deceive me as if you know we were actually in a relationship. But the truth is, as um Orion Terra, how do you say his name? Orion Terraban Taraban, Taraban, Taraban. Mm-hmm. says, if you're rich and good looking, she'll offer you sex and a
1: relationship. Mm-hmm.
2: If you're good-looking but not rich she will offer you sex but no relationship if you're rich but not good looking she'll offer you a relationship but sex will be a rare occurrence and if you're neither good-looking nor you have resources and money she Uh, will offer you nothing yeah And so I'm in the category of sex, but no money with this woman. Mm -hmm. And, um, but poor women will hop on you. And, um, because when you think about it for a poor woman, getting married to a man
3: is like hitting the jackpot. It's like winning hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. and um, that strikes me. and then, you know, you get support and all, but if she gets tired of you, which obviously does happen, you know, then how do they say it online? they uh you get to exit the marriage and with cash and prizes <laughs> <Yes, laughs> that go with the, you, yeah, yeah, and that's a problem that's that's a legal problem even, but but um, it is a strange incentive that the idea of marriage is that you're supposed to stay in the relationship. And um, but here we have the marriage contract, certainly in California, but most states uh, provides that incentive to leave for women. You know, and now the public divorce of Kevin Costner and the issue of will the prenuptial agreement be adhered to or not that's frustrating just to for me to even hear about it because you know it's like okay this is a contract to the contract you should follow it (laughs) you know so anyway that's my two cents but yeah a lot of women they definitely want resources is at the core of what they want they'd rather the the guy be handsome and, and all of that of course but um it's, it's um, you know, a, a, a woman with uh, a child and so is much more willing to chat with you and get to know you <laughs> than others, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That,
2: yeah. And then, um, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jeffrey. Turn on your camera and um, and let's
1: hear from you. There you are, buddy. I think there should be laws for the for gold diggers in, in in the case of divorces. Like the gold diggers should not even get get a cent of the of the person's money.
2: Yeah, Richard, um, no, Rolo Tomasi actually did a video. I was gonna show it to you. I can try and look it up. But um, basically, what he said is that women actually hate. Um, gold diggers because they give away the game that's essentially what he says they're they give away the game they're 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 so obvious about it and so that's why women hate don't like gold diggers because it's, it's just too obvious what they're doing thank you jeffrey welcome yeah go ahead and turn off your camera now Hey, hey, so um joseph, you got I know you gotta have an opinion on this. Do you want to chime in?
1: Oh, um, can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you, yeah,
1: okay, okay, well, and i I don't have a working camera, so um, I'll, you'll just have to listen to my voice, okay, good yeah. um yeah i i I wonder to what extent this is conscious right um so you're 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 talking about the hypergamy and all of this uh i wonder you know i'm not an expert on this but some people talk about um evolutionary psychology and how the the way we behave is a product of evolution right but of course um you know back, back before humans knew about genetics right we we didn't know that we were doing certain things in order to pass on our genes right um that right. wasn't a conscious that wasn't the conscious intention even if maybe that was an unconscious intention so uh, I mean to be honest I haven't uh I haven't been keeping up with the reading because it has the do, um does the book say anything about to what extent this is conscious or unconscious
2: so we just skipped to page two hundred and forty four so don't worry about not keeping up with the reading. We just skipped um, most of the book and went to one, four, but we're going to go back. Um, it probably, I think it does, and I think Rolo Tomassi himself would have a different opinion than I do. Uh, Rolo Tomassi would say uh, this is genetic. This is not genetic or evolutionary. Um, that these evolutionary psychologists a lot of these red pill guys are betting that women can't change and as i've said raising consciousness we've had our consciousness raised as men about our sexuality women can have their consciousness raised too i, I wanted to tell you a, a story about this one woman who asked me to be uh, friends first and when i mentioned that you know good. Um, split the bill she said oh i want a traditional relationship and then she went into this explanation that i think rollo tomasi would have said so she's perfectly conscious of this that woman was at least the one i'm talking to i was talking to she said you know women have needed a protector and a provisioner in there when they've gone out and so um that's why um we want, you know, we desire that you um, pay for us. And I said, you know, because when we have children, we need to, um, we need a provider to make sure that our children um, will have what they need to prosper and survive. And basically, is you, totally, we're not having children. There's no children coming out of this. You're not a ri- You're not a poor woman. You're rich. You're you're well off. You know, um, so they could know this and yet demand it anyway. You know. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, um, and that's. But it's the same thing that Rollo Tomasi would say. And but a lot of these red pills would excuse these women. In fact, I look at it as an excuse for bad behavior. We're, it's it's what he, Rolo Tomasi was just talking about and I'm criticizing for it, um, basically that we're, uh, we're giving them, we're, we're just making excuses for them. And if we look at it and we think about, well, why is Rolo Tomasi and why do the 1%, why do the rich not care about this? as much because the money means nothing to them and they get to have sex with whoever they want. And it benefits the rich that women serve the rich and seek rich guys. And the money doesn't matter to them. So, you know, but to the rest of us, it does. And I went to part of my trip to Lake Ta was to go to Virginia city. And in Virginia city, I did a tour of the Washoe club which was the Millionaire's Club. It was featured on Ghost Adventures. It's haunted, you know, supposedly. And so I went on a tour, and there's this story of a blue lady that comes down the stairs. And what that was is that the Millionaire's Club had some of the richest guys come in. I mean, the Ulysses S. Grant. I mean, some of the richest guys would come to Lake Tahoe, come to Virginia City, and they had this Washo club. Now, what I've told, what learned, was that there were like forty thousand men and only forty available women in the town. And, but this woman in the blue dress was having an affair with one of the married rich guy, and so. One day, she was coming down the stairs, and the wife of that rich guy came up behind her and slid her throat all the way to the back flap of her neck, essentially decapitating her. And later, I thought, you know, that woman deserved that. 40,000 men. All available, all single and she has to go have an affair with a rich guy and try to steal that another
1: woman's husband. This is hypergamy. So. Um, so that's kind of. Um, what um,
2: I think is um, we need to be aware of. And, and I want next time I go there, I'm going to provoke that ghost. And let's say you deserve to die? You know, if you, if, if you got 40,000 single men and you're trying to steal a rich, what a rich, another woman's husband because he's rich. So, and it's not to denigrate women or anything like that. It's to say, hey, let's be aware. Let's be conscious. And maybe you should be conscious. Maybe women should be conscious. I think we need a consciousness raising.
1: Yeah, well, well, I definitely, I definitely agree with you that um, the same, that def, definitely women, I think, need to undergo the same kind of, um, uh, I don't know, this, the same kind of reprogramming that we men have undergone as a result of, you know, feminism and Me Too and all of that, right? Because it does seem to me that um, a lot of a lot of feminism today is basically, um, or I, I think I might be thinking more of like 1990s feminism when I was growing up, but a lot of it was um, was it seemed to me really about encourage uh, um, like encouraging all the worst traits of men mm-hmm. in women, right? you know, being aggressive, being really careerist, um, you know, uh, being a girl boss, all of that, uh, so so I do agree that there has to be kind of a cultural shift. Now, another thing I was wondering about was whether whether that might already be underway in the U.S. Because I remember I was talking to a friend of mine who um, who he's he's been in lots of places. He uh, he's visited lots of different countries, and uh, we were actually kind of talking about uh, you. I think you might remember him, Michael from the Think meetup uh my, he he was the really original um host of the think meetup before i took over okay anyway he we i actually mentioned that you were doing this series and we so we were talking a bit about some of those issues and he was saying you know in um so he's living in china right now okay and he was saying that um you know in in the U.S. now nowadays, it, um, if you're say in a bar with a woman, and uh, I don't know, some guy is checking her out uh, or something, and and if and if you like pick a fight with him and start brawling and stuff just over that, um, it's likely afterwards. I mean, who knows how she really feels about it, but uh, it's likely afterwards, like she'll. Be kind of upset she'll say you know you're immature and stuff like that um in china if in the same situation if a guy uh if if you're in a bar say with a with a woman and someone's checking her out and you don't um make a big deal out of it she'll actually be kind of annoyed that you're not you know being the kind of chivalrous kind of uh you know you know de- defending your woman kind of thing and and so I I do wonder whether um in the us we are a bit f- closer to that kind of cultural shift than in other countries
2: I, I think um i I'm hopeful I'm hopeful for that but I think Europe is far ahead of us and that okay. uh, yeah the red pill is in Europe is uh, much more popular you talk to guys in Europe they know about it uh we here don't know about it or we've been fed this negativity where they want to tell us how um misogynist these people are and how dangerous they are but they're really just speaking a lot of them are just speaking the truth um one thing that I you know I study feminism as you know Joseph and what women have done is they've sacrificed the principle of equality on the altar of self-interest. So they have went ahead and defined feminism as pursuing women's interest, and in so doing have removed the principle of equality from the equation because equality is not really what women want. I think I mentioned the draft women can serve, they can, they do serve, and they probably should serve. Uh, They certainly don't want our relationships to be equal, they want them still to be based on uh, traditional, a lot of women will say they want a traditional relationship. And yeah, so, um, and there was something else I was going to say too. But, the, but those are the so but what we can do here, um, because what we need here is a me too moment for men. I mean, I think really that's part of what I did with the thing on the sexual abuse. We need a me too moment for men. And somehow the red pill m- movement is a me too moment movement for men. For some, it's I got screwed in my divorce. For me it's i got screwed as a little kid and as a young man and this is what happened to me and in my experience the red pill is really put together and helped me to understand what happened to me and why it happened and so it put my experience into context and helped to explain it all and so for men there's a there's a crisis but In this Me Too moment, we need to be, not be afraid to stand up to women. And what we've learned is by standing up to women, they respect us. When I was uh, harassed and people were, and all these women were trying to make me post-nude against my will, there's one thing I knew, they had no respect for me. They were going to humiliate me. And they all were chasing me. This was, and I was, And in my mind, as I was running away from it, I thought of the irony of this. There's so many guys who would want to be chased by a group of women. But what they were really doing was trying to get me to come back so they could do it to the next guy. So, um, And once they, if they all said, oh, Richard, we're so, oh, here's your feelings. Oh, and maybe even give me some physical affection. They would have no respect for me. So women have very little respect for for men. And the only way that women will respect us is if we stand up to them. And so, um, so, so we know this, that that women like jerks. So all this fear about Oh, if I say something wrong, these women will attack me, they'll give me that look like I talked about earlier. And, and I will feel like I've done something wrong. And so forth. We've got to have the courage to stand up to women. Because the only way women, we change because we were forced to change, because we, the women brought it to our attention, how we behaved and how we were acting in an oppressive manner. Okay? The same thing has, women will not change unless they're confronted. And they will not respect you unless they're confronted. So... Um, that's um, and that's what I think is a powerful thing for the men's movement. And we need it not to be this conservative. Uh, let's get rid of the 19th Amendment group either. You know, and, and they like like you said, Joe, in your presentation, how it leaves that the emptiness, the lack of um, the self-help movement and the rejection of the self-help movement hurts. Uh, we're, we're coming to the end of, of our meeting, actually, and I I guess the main point is we, we, we did a – if you could write that letter or I will come up with something. I'm thinking about trying to start a campaign. What I'd like to do is put billboards up, um, and um, Jeffrey also has his fundraiser. He put a link in there to that. I haven't created my fundraiser yet, but I'd like to – Maybe do a billboard campaign that says men are not dogs. And then to call human beings a dog is derogatory and dehumanizing. And then maybe have an image of one of the Veronica Veronica insurance advertisements where she portrays the woman as a dog. And I'll give you, let me put that in the chat. So I'll give you that info again here. And oops, that didn't work. So in any case, so, and here's the link to the documents and the information, if you still, if you haven't got that link yet, that you can use to craft your your letter. I will craft one and I will put it up too, but um, put billboards up, you know, men are not dogs. And and even if it's past the Veronica's insurance, there's always a way to put it up there. And I think we can get a lot of women on our side. I mean, women are not so um, evil that they they only want to hurt men. Um, There will be women who will side with us. And especially if we put it like, Men are not dogs. There will be women who will make jokes about that. There will be women who will be pissed off about that. There will be a woman who um, will insist that men are dogs. But there will be a lot of women that said, no, of course, men are not dogs. And I think um, so it's not like we're um, going up against this vast conspiracy that's going to shut us down um, automatically. I think we have principle on our side and um, we're not coming off as conservative. We're just coming and say we're not dogs. And um, so I think that would be a good campaign to start. I'm going to work on getting us a nonprofit status so we can do things like that. You have anything else to
3: say, Eric? Um, let's see. No, no. Um, yeah, yeah. Good discussion. And um, just maybe another time the issue of feminism view of Is it women's equality or women's interest or even women's dominance? I mean, it's I think there's a lot of ideas floating out there with a lot of different women. So there might be different levels that they accept that. I went to a concert when I was in
2: uh, Reno and it was Jefferson Starship. And oh. of course, they have a new lead singer. You know, a lot of the original members have died, but they have this new lead singer, a woman, and she sung this song: "It's time for women to rule the world." And yeah. I flipped her off. Yeah, because essentially, I don't want a Donna Trump any more than I want a Donald Trump. Yeah, and to rule the world, it's the people, not women. Yeah, the people men women even children so we listen to these things and they would say oh well you don't mean that or bs you know don't say it if you don't mean it but the point is that you know these are people who have decided that they're going to pursue their self-interest and equality to be damned you know and that is what happened when they started to say oh there's this socialist feminism libertarian feminism liberal feminism uh, marxist feminism you know everything is a f- subset of feminism and basically socialism absorbs takes over anything that it touches mm-hmm. so um so they yeah. they, they put feminism First, so they're not feminists. First, they're socialists. First, they're liberals. First, they're libertarians. First, they're not feminists. First, and feminism has become because they couldn't, they can't really pursue equality because if they pursue equality, that would mean being drafted, that would mean having to pay for things, that would mean not getting special benefits or special treatment because they're they're females.
3: Um. They don't really want that type of equality, you know. And they yeah, I I, I think that's right. Yeah, I just it, you know paying for the meals and you know in terms of dating and that sort of thing, and or if you're married, pay half the mortgage, or or however that works out, half your salary or same percentage of salary, etc. You know, I don't think they want that. I mean, I hard to say based on anecdotal evidence, but fine. Where are the women that are clamoring to do that? <laughs> you yeah. know I haven't heard yeah 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 they don't they don't want equality and
2: so
4: oh donald you're broke and busted a fraud a con a low-rent rip-off artist we've always known it so have you now america knows it the courts are shutting down your crooked shell companies in new york bank fraud insurance fraud You know those are crimes, right, Donald? They're dissolving the whole Trump Organization scam right from under you. Bankruptcy won't save you this time. You'll have to sell off everything. You might even lose control of that dump Trump Tower. No one will lend you money, Donald. They won't even let you hand it over to Junior or Eric, never mind Ivanka. Everything you ever built was built on a lie. You were never rich, never successful. New York is laughing at you. Always has. Always will. And now everyone knows it. Broke. Busted. The loser in chief.